our LSU. Boom! All night long. Yes. To Lane Kiffin, I cannot believe it that LSU decided to go into Ole Miss's own backyard and take another staffer, and his name is Preston Tiffany. So he will be taking over the player personnel department. This is a photo of Preston right here, okay? And uh, you can see it here, director of player personnel uh, for Ole Miss. And this is according to Football Scoop and... Wilson Alexander. So very interesting stuff. Obviously, um, I'm just now learning about Preston Tiffany. This is brand new news for each and every one of us. This is via Football Scoop right here. After losing multiple members of its regarded personnel staff, LSU has found a new key leader for the top role, Preston Tiffany, to Oxford. Okay. Um, and this is to replace Will Redmond, who went to Auburn. So it's very interesting. Tiffany's going to walk into a pretty golden situation for LSU's 2025 and 2026 crop. Obviously, with recruiting staffs and personnel departments, there are a gazillion people involved in it. There's actual defensive and offensive recruiting analysts. A lot of you are familiar with that, with a guy like uh, 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 Sherman Wilson. And then you also have uh, John Randall Belton, who has an even higher ranked role there as far as recruiting is concerned. And then, of course, you have the general manager. There's so many different roles that goes into a recruiting staff, but this is a good day because Lane Kiffin obviously has um, had his issues with LSU taking his staffers. So good stuff right here by Brian Kelly. Did he intentionally hire someone uh, to mess with uh, Ole Miss? Maybe he did. Maybe he didn't. Um, but the bottom line is give LSU a lot of credit uh, <laughs> for pulling it off yet again. So it's very interesting. Now, what is very interesting as well is Austin Thomas is back with LSU football oh, uh, again. Okay. And this actually happened within the past month. And uh, I was really enjoying the Austin Thomas move. Heck, we owe him for Jacoby Stevens. We owe him for um, Jacob Phillips and the recruiting he did in Tennessee to get those guys. Man, I'm really freaking excited for both of those um, young men. And I say young men. They're probably around my age, if not older, coming to LSU from Ole Miss. I don't know how pissed Lane Kiffin is about this. I know he was very fired up about the Austin Thomas situation. So there you go. Now, we say hi to Gorilla. We say hi to Dante. We say hi to L.A. Mom. Yes, indeed, Austin Thomas as well. But, you know, this is going to make what's going to be the spiciest game on LSU's schedule next year. Honestly, uh, normally it is Alabama. But Alabama, of course, is going to feel very different. 
I do think the Ole Miss game is going to really juice up the LSU fan base more than any other game next year, right? Um, we have Oklahoma on rivalry week. That's going to feel very weird. Once again, Alabama in Tiger Stadium. That's probably still going to be the game that gets the juices flowing more than any other. But Ole Miss, this is a game uh, you're coming off uh, a loss in their building last year, a rare loss to Ole Miss. And now Lane Kiffin this offseason has talked uh, a lot of the talk uh, towards LSU. We've seen him go uh, at it with uh, Sherman Wilson on Twitter. And now that, that with everything that LSU has taken away from Ole Miss and Lane Kiffin tweeting more screenshots, uh, at least not today, but over the past couple of weeks, on uh, from the LSU Ole Miss game, I think this is going to be the game of the year on Saturday, October 12th. And I will also say this, Lane Kiffin would have felt that they should have won the first game when they jumped out to a 17-point lead. But that's not here nor there. So there you go. We say hi to Tony. Uh, don't forget the most important thing this Saturday. I'll be there all day. The Arklatex memorabilia card show. We had the guy who's running the show on um, our, our live stream yesterday, obviously Ty Christiana, and we hope to see you there, right? You're going to get to see some of the high-flying superstars of LSU football's future with Ahmad Bro, Tylen Singleton, Gabriel Relaford, and Xavier Debo Atkins. I highly recommend you get there before 11. They'll be in at 11 and out by 1. So still, I'll be there all the way up until about 3, 4, or 5. Um, I'll probably start packing up around 3, 34, but you can still come. And I got giveaways for all PHLers that are coming uh, to this event. It is going to be fantastic. I got a call earlier from a PHLer who's making a drive. Uh, shout out to you, Dex, if you're watching right now. Um, we will see you this Saturday, and I hope to see all of you this Saturday. I hope Big Al makes a surprise appearance. Now, as we always do, we love giveaways, okay? Don't forget, first $50 super, we'll get this Jaden Daniels print, okay? Uh, if you prefer a Heisen Trophy print, I'll give you that one as well. Also, first $20 super chat, we'll get an LSU autograph card. Still trying to give out this Justin Jefferson rookie card right here. It's a pretty good deal. Uh, first $20 Super Chat, I'll give you that, or an LSU autograph. Either one, uh, you just let me know, okay? Um, Gorilla, it's okay, man. The offseason gets busy for a lot of you. You're like, eh, it's not LSU football season. Don't really care uh, to talk to my favorite YouTuber. I get it, Gorilla. I get it. But no, I, I understand. Life gets very busy. Now, next thing, okay? This topic is the thing that I get most passionate about, all right? More than anything else, when it's regarding sports, more so than the film studies we do, more so than any recruiting video that we do, more so than any Heisman Trophy hype video that we do, any live stream, anything. Schedule format is the single most important thing in sports, okay? It is what the framework of your entire sport revolves around, 
okay? People love good structure, okay? They do. Now, we get a report here from On3. All right, it was actually a Texas um, uh, On3 report. There you go, Julie. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Um, oh. Hmm. Uh, I, 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 we'll talk about that after the live stream, uh, Julie, or I, I'll, I'll help you out after the live stream. Okay. But I will for sure send you, um, we'll talk about it after a live stream. How about that? Thank you so much, Julie, though. I really appreciate that. Now, I do want to talk about the schedule structure. College football schedule structure is the best we have in American sports. Now, obviously, it's changing. Ethan um, just talked about this not too long ago. How far do you think LSU will go in the extended playoffs? Um, you know, this is a very good question, all right? Before we get to the extended playoffs, I do want to talk about the nine-game conference schedule. So the Texas on three reporters spoke to Chris Del Conte, who is the Texas athletic director. And the Texas athletic director said, we are pushing towards a nine game conference schedule. Okay. I didn't read the full story. I only read the Twitter excerpt. So it feels misquoted or whatever. It is worth noting though, because Ross Dellinger, um, he's a friend of mine. He's probably the most reputable national reporter out there right now. He's talked about this today, all right? So why is this important? Well, the reason why it's important is because of this clip. Oh, please don't tell me I deleted this. Oh, it's because of this cl clip right here. Paul, I, I can't speak for, for the people that are just dead set for the aid. I don't think it's as many as people think, but they have points that, hey, it's it's tough to get bowl eligible. It's tough to to compete uh, in our league, which is a meat grinder. And I, I get all that. I understand it. But at the end of the day, you know, I think my coach, Coach Kelly, our coach at LSU, really said it best. Hey, look, I came in here to play the best right. and, and be with the best, and I want to give the fans the best. And I think it makes even more sense now that we're expanding the, the playoffs. Uh, it, to, to have tough, good games, and you can lose two games and still make the playoffs. Mm. Huh? 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 Jared, thank you for the super chat. It's not too late to get those flyers if you forgot, man. There you go. Now, here's what we're gonna do. Okay. Um, do I think me personally, do I think a nine-game conference schedule is better for the SEC? I do. But before I get into that, understand that this is what LSU wants, okay? Brian Kelly and Scott Woodward are the two biggest proponents for a nine-game conference schedule in the SEC. There has not been any OC or DC combo that has been more vocal about their support for a nine-game conference schedule than those two, okay? It's important to point that out because that's what they want. Now, 
what do I want? Once again, a nine-game conference schedule. So type nine for nine or type eight for eight, which would you prefer? Okay, let me know. Type nine for nine, type eight for eight, okay? Um, a lot of you believe Lane is scared of LSU. I'll even do a poll question. Okay. Most of you are saying nine. Okay. Chef says it doesn't matter, but it does. But it may not matter to you. Okay. For you, the neutral viewer, it's better for you to have a nine-game conference schedule, right? Because with an eight-game conference schedule, you get really soft weeks throughout the year, okay? Normally, week one is pretty soft outside of us. We normally play a really tough team in week one. And the week before rivalry week is normally pretty soft, okay? Um, I hate, and I mean hate, that. Okay. So as a neutral viewer, you're going to get more big games. If you have a nine game conference schedule, you might lose a few juicy non-conference matchups, but you're still going to have non-conference power five matchups. So as a neutral person, you're going to get more good content, more good games. But the goal of the SEC is to get as many teams as you possibly can into the playoff. And if that is your goal, an eight-game conference schedule is probably better for your goals. Okay? So, yeah, it's 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 easier with an eight-game conference schedule. But the big thing is it's going to be a lot easier for a team to get in with an eight-game conference schedule simply because there are fewer losses for all the SEC teams, right? If everybody has to play one more conference game, then they don't have to. Then, well, actually, I didn't say that smoothly at all. If they have to play one more conference game that that – they're required to do that guarantees a loss for every team in the SEC. Now, the teams that really want an eight-game conference schedule, though, aren't the upper echelon teams. It's the lower echelon teams. We're talking about Kentucky. We're talking about South Carolina. We're talking about Vanderbilt, Arkansas. You guys know the lower-level teams. Maybe throwing an Auburn there because. It's hard enough for those teams to get to six conference wins every year. Okay. Imagine adding an extra Texas on the schedule, an extra LSU on the schedule. All right. So there you go. Adding an extra game makes it that much harder for the non powers at B. All right. But I'll tell you this, if I know for sure that my head coach or my athletic director isn't afraid of the fire, 
then let's do it. Let's go. All right. <laughs> Jared Super Chat here says, Carter, you forgot Florida. <laughs> Man, the Gators are in for a tough run. Okay. A very happy Valentine's Day to LA mom and all the ladies of PHL. Men, once again, go get you flowers. I got my wife flowers. Um, she's probably listening right now, so I don't want to say what else I got her. Um, she'll see it when she gets home. Wink, wink, nod, nod. Um, and um, what else I get her? I can't say what else I got her. It's a, now, that's a surprise, surprise. Did I say rivalry week? Did I misspeak? How dare I misspeak? I did get tongue-tied a little bit because I saw that. I was like, wait, am I? Did I say that wrong? Huh? 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 Um, there you go. Type Y for yes. Type in for no if you can hear me loud and clear. We're going to take a look at the poll question. We do have a new poll question up. Do you prefer the eight-game or the nine-game conference schedule? Nine-game conference schedule currently winning. Okay. Um, but yeah, it just depends on who you are. If you want the easiest, easiest path to the college football playoff, play an eight game conference schedule. If you want better content, better games, a better overall college football season, play a nine game conference schedule. All right, do that. And that way. We're all happy. Okay. Um, I, I will say this. The eight-game conference schedule is going to be more popular with everyone. All right. It's going to be more popular with everybody. Now, I'm going to go to your questions. If you guys have one, please super chat. We might not make a full hour tonight because I do have plans, but we are going to squeeze as much as we possibly can into today's show. Don't forget, tomorrow we will go live 3 p.m., okay, because I have more college basketball to call tomorrow night, all right? So if you are interested in that, Let me know. I could post a link. Um, I love calling calling college basketball. There's nothing quite like it. It doesn't matter which level. If you're in a packed gym or even a small empty gym, it doesn't matter. I love being in basketball gyms, especially if the product is good and this product is good. Okay. We say hi to the Ghastly Gamer. Uh, if you're always just now tuning in um, and you want me to go over what I said in the beginning, Feel free uh, to super chat. If not, you can rewind and go all the way back to the very beginning. It's very easy to do that. Uh, so there you go. The nine-game conference schedule means that Bama can't play Mercer. Man, it's um, it's tough. It's tough. But Brian Kelly has done it again. Man, he's got he's gotten under Lane Kiffin's skin again. Ethan wants the heart heart pounding to be there with a harder schedule with nine games. 
you know, let's do it. The bottom line is this, though. Why do the athletic directors want nine games all of a sudden? Well, I'll tell you this. Sometimes in life, you just have to connect the dots. So, a lot of you saw this earlier in the week. The college football playoffs signed a new deal, or at least agreed to a new deal. Six years, seven plus billion dollars. Billion with the B. Six years, seven plus billion dollars. That is a really juicy deal. Okay? So, the reason why, all of a sudden, you hear an athletic director as powerful as Chris Del Conte share this in the story about a nine-game conference schedule is, well, they're getting paid to play an extra conference game, okay? The powers that be when they met with the SEC commissioner, Greg Sankey, they said, look, if you want us to get an extra conference game in our schedule, pay us. And some of the athletic directors were making up excuses uh, why they don't want the extra conference game. They don't want more injuries. It's already so hard on the student athlete when they know damn well if they were going to get a check for an extra $5 million a year to play one extra conference game, they are going to freaking do it. Okay? And look, if you don't want the extra conference game and the SEC likes to go to a nine-game conference game, leave. I'm serious, leave. There, there's someone there willing to take your place. Now, I'm not going to sit there and tell you that you don't deserve the right to complain about the extra conference game, but what does that make you look like? It makes you look scared. I can tell you also this. Um, there will be at least one athletic director who is going to pound the table to no ends to prevent this from happening. Okay? I know of at least one, and there's probably multiples. But nothing beats an extra check. Okay? Let's go to Brian. Coming in hot as an Arkansas fan with a shaky head coach. I am very scared. You should be. Once again, the ninth, the ninth conference game, if it does happen, these are the schools you should be afraid of. Or these are schools that would be afraid of it. Arkansas. South Carolina, Kentucky, Vanderbilt. Hell, Vanderbilt can't even get the four wins in the current schedule. All right. Um, you guys know the other middle tier schools, Florida, especially if they're going to continue to play Florida State in the non-conference. Oh, we see Skipper in here. Skipper taking care of the boss. Happy Valentine's Day uh, to her. Good to see you, Skipper. Um, let me see. We got a few people starting to rile up in here. Uh, Skipper says, <laughs> uh, knowing, knowing some of your health scare, Skipper, I, 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 I could get, I could get why you say that, man. Um, because man, th these LSU games will get that heart pounding, man. I, I remember an Ohio State fan saying, man, Ohio State games have knocked so many years off my life. And I'm like, which ones? I mean, Ohio State rarely plays competitive games. LSU games, though, 
yes, we blow teams out, but we we play barn burners. I mean, we play true nail biters every single season. Now, you know, compare last year to the year before. First year, Brian Kelly featured a lot more of those types of games. I will say the Ole Miss game last year was not only the most disappointing loss in quite some time for me, um, <laughs> that was also the most tense I've been for a game, especially watching at home. Um, and and it, the magnitude of it wasn't as high as like some of the other regular season games uh, we've played. Let's go to Brian here. Um, how will the SEC handle the championship game with one division when they are tired uh, when they are tied and didn't play each other? Uh, Brian, I don't know. I don't know all the tiebreaker rules. Okay. Um, I'll tell you this, they're, they, they can get very complex uh, just based on what I've seen in the big 12 and some of these other um, conferences that, that don't have, um, you know, two divisions. It, it, it can get spicy. I guess it will come down to to winning percentage and head-to-head and ranked wins or something like that. I don't know. One interesting metric uh, that I hope they don't use is point differential. <laughs> I, I really hope that's not one of them. Let's go to LA Mom. I thought Sam Pittman was one of the ones that wanted the nine-game schedule. Um, I, I really don't know. I... I Obviously, I follow Sam Pittman closer on the SEC channel. Um, either way, LA Mom, even if you wanted the nine-game conference schedule, it's not a good idea if you're Arkansas. I also don't think Sam Pittman's going to survive till next offseason. Okay, and and I'll tell you this: this move um, was definitely the most desperate move I've seen a school make in quite some time. Hiring Bobby. Katrina. Okay. So there you go. Uh, Gorilla says, I'm here for the smoke. Let's get more SEC play, baby. There you go. Um, let's see here. Um, Get a question. I got one on. Let me see. This was a Twitter DM from someone watching. This comes in from Kev. So, Kev, good to see you. Uh, I think you could comment on the Twitter stream, but welcome all our viewers on Twitter or X. Um, Kev wants to know if he has to pay for parking uh, this weekend at the show. You do not. Okay. It's free. Everything. To, to get into the show and to park at the show this Saturday, it's free. Okay. It's free. Let's go to Cole. Who thinks Sunbelt, who thinks Sunbelt Billy is out at Florida before we play them next year? Uh, there is a pretty good chance he could be gone. Okay. Um, uh, and that would be very nice, obviously, at Florida after playing Alabama. It's, it's going to be tough. 
And that game's going to be pretty big for Florida because they'll be teetering around that four or five win mark. Um, so that game could mean more for them than it is for us at that point in the season. But man, it, I, I think I think you could see him out the door. UCF should be pretty good next year, and that's an out of conference game. They still got to play Georgia. Still got to play a lot of good teams. What's up, Lance? Good to see you. Thank you so much. Please share it on your Facebook page. Very happy Ash Wednesday to many of you. Um, and there you go. Let's see here. Let's go to Chef. How is BR traffic still worse than NOLA traffic? Is it worse than NOLA traffic? I, I don't know. I don't live in Baton Rouge anymore. Um, I don't know. I, I guess my experiences in both Baton Rouge traffic is worse, but every city's traffic is, is worse, right? One of our biggest mistakes was not making public transportation better in our country. Uh, cause it would be a lot easier to get around. Um, out of Jason, Lance said it ain't good nowhere. I love it. I agree with you, Lance. Um, but there you go. Ellie Mom says she feels bad for Billy Napier. I do not. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I gotta be real. I don't like. I, I would feel sorry if the schedule was this tough and he was still in the Sun Belt. But he, he, if he gets fired, he's going to get a fat, juicy check to walk away. Okay. Um, of course, I wanted, you know, I have nothing against Billy. I like Billy personally. I like his offense. I really do. But I don't think he should be calling plays. I think he should be focused on being the CEO of the team. But man, you get paid six million dollars a year to coach football. Now it's a tough job. It's one of the hardest. Being a college football head coach is the toughest head coaching job in all sports. Okay. Now it does give you more talent advantages if you have those talent advantages, but that's really only at like five schools. Okay. It's it re, only five schools are always going to have elite, elite, elite talent. That's Ohio State, Georgia, LSU. We'll see what happens at Alabama, um, Michigan, and so on. Those schools are always going to have really good talent. And Florida's always going to have good talent. But not enough for you to for sure be better than whoever you're going to play. So yeah, Ellie, Mom, I, I I feel sorry for him, and I also more so feel sorry for his assistants. Okay, anytime a head coach is getting ready to be fired, I always feel a lot worse for the assistants, if anything else. Okay. Jared says I don't feel sorry for any of them, but I'll tell you this: I'm thankful for both of you. Y'all are are. Two super chatters, 
of today's live stream. So here we go. In the next 10 to 15 minutes, I'm going to answer as many questions as we possibly can. But if you super chat, we'll keep this thing moving. Don't forget. All right. There are plenty of ways you can support PHL. Okay. You can go to powerhourlsu.com slash shop. Okay. Need a few extra merch orders to keep the website up. Okay. I'm starting to just not make any money on, on the websites. Um, I like having merch. I do. Powerhourlsu.com slash shop. I do not want to have to take this down. I didn't know web bills got this crazy. Um, it's a good way to support us here on PHL. You can also go to Patreon, patreon.com slash LSU football. I released my Blake Baker, my first Blake Baker deep dive, and we got more good content coming up on Patreon. All right. Tex Arcana, Texas. That was there not too long ago. It was a swell time. Type Y for yes if you're thinking about coming to the show on Saturday. Okay. If you're at least thinking about going. Chances, I feel like this is my year to step up my LSU baseball game. Um, I've not gotten this cleared yet, all right, because I, I want to make sure that everything is uh, good to go. Uh, there was an LSU, I believe, baseball player who shouted out Power, power Hour LSU. Um, so I um, – I'm, I'm going to wait to share that uh, later. I just want to make sure everything's good to go. Uh, but, yeah, I'm really excited about LSU baseball this year. Ready to see uh, Tommy Tanks, Cam Johnson. Can't wait to see him. Interested in uh, the new coaching staff. Jay Johnson's got new assistants uh, this year. So, We'll see how it goes, but that's what's really cool about this. I've always viewed this channel as a collaborative thing, okay? Yes, I am the expert. I don't really like to call it that. Um, you know, I do, we do very deep film and statistical breakdowns on gear and on Patreon, and that's how we built this channel. Um, but what I would tell you is... You guys are the baseball experts. Ha, ha, ha. And the funny thing is I, I played AAU baseball. The issue is it's so hard to keep up with every game. Okay? It is so hard to keep up with every single game. 
Okay. And look, I love Dylan Cruz. I collect Dylan Cruz autographs. Uh, this is one of my favorite pieces. It's been up back here. It's a gold baseball signed by Dylan Cruz and it says Dylan Cruz missile on it. This was a Christmas gift I got and I'm probably never going to move or, or sell anything unless I get paid too much money for it. Um, and obviously I'm a big Paul Skeens fan. I thought he was the nicest celebrity uh, I've met uh, in, in a very long time. Um, it's, it's, it's crazy how much I, 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 I love LSU baseball, but if I'm not able to watch every pitch of every game, like Blake does or Matthew Musso does, I feel like I would be dishonest um, being the baseball expert but I'll still talk about it. I still will, and I'll still keep up with it. I just don't want anyone to to come here thinking that I'm going to give you the same level of baseball analysis as I can with the football analysis, which is you know kind of what what I'm known for. Um, so there you go. We say hi to Alan. What's up, Alan? Good to see you. Look at this, Chris, working a dinner shift at a fine dining Italian restaurant. So I'm a little busy, but I got you in my ear card. I plan on meeting you Saturday. So this is what I would want you to do, Chris. I want you to go to whichever table you're, you're waiting right now and say, Hey, so I don't have to keep this in my ear. Can you put power hour LSU on your phone and just place it in the center of the table and put it as loud as he, as you possibly can. And that'll make it even easier for you. So if when your earpiece goes out to take an order, you can still hear me. And I can also, who if you do this with someone right now, I will recommend what whatever on the menu. Okay. I will tell them you got to do the chicken parm. The chicken par, parm at, uh, um, I'm just trying to think of a Italian restaurant's name the chicken parm at uh bambinos you all when you go to bambinos and wherever chris melder lives you gotta do the chicken parm or the veal parm okay gotta do it huh huh huh, huh? oh you're the chef oh well there you go oh man baseball moves slow I got to go to a baseball game this year with Sibley. He's called me out too many times. Man, Jordan Wright, he is just, man. The Georgia shot and then the crossover dribble to make the Florida player fall was crazy. Uh, it's been a tough year on the road when it comes to, to the buzzer beaters. Uh, but, yeah, I'll go over this. I normally do at the end of the stream. We go over what we talked about, the big topic. You know, Brian Kelly took one of the um, best staffers from Ole Miss, and his name is Preston Tiffany, okay? Um, he was what LSU's guy that they just lost who went to Auburn. That's going to be his role at LSU. So, Will Redmond. According to Football Scoop, he was named the Personnel Director of the Year. Um, Preston Tiffany is going to come in from Oxford and take over that same job. And it's yet again Brian Kelly going into Lane Kiffin's backyard and taking his players. Okay? 
how much do I think Alabama is going to drop? Um, you know, going into next year, do I think they're going to be bad? I don't know. Okay, that's Arkansas' schedule. I don't have Alabama's schedule in front of me. It's it's tough. I I really don't know what their two deep really looks like. That was nice for them to keep Ryan Williams a five star um, wide receiver, but they're losing so much to the NFL draft. How will Jalen Milrow fit in with their offense? I don't know. I did find the OC hire, the in-house hire, um, to be very interesting, Nick Sheridan. Um, but I don't know, I'm kind of, kind of in the middle. You know, they, they got a head coach from the group of five to be their DC, Kane Womack. But I, I, will, I will tell you this, as far as an Alabama standpoint, and I'll say this until the end of time, there has never, ever been a player that has destroyed LSU in the modern era more than Dallas Turner. He might have had his three best games at Alabama all versus LSU. Okay. He destroyed us. And honestly, I I, I think we do still win the game versus Alabama if he didn't play. Okay. It's it's insane. It's absolutely insane. Okay. How good that guy was. And, you know, one more thing on the Dallas Turner thing. You know, we we worship the hit that Joe Burrow took versus um, UCF. Okay. And we say that was the birth of Joe Burrow. But maybe we should be the same way about Jaden Daniels' hit from Dallas Turner. Okay, you know Joe Burrow took that hit and he was still able to get up and play arguably his best game at LSU at that time and win that game. And Jaden Daniels versus Alabama was able to get up. We weren't able to come back and win that game. It wasn't his fault. He was playing his best game at LSU. Jaden Daniels. Gets the concussion, still plays the next week, and plays unbelievably versus Florida. Statistically, has the single um, greatest SEC game we've ever seen versus Florida. And my God, after he took that hit versus Dallas Turner, so you know that that hit is, is representative of what Jaden Daniels was. It's a big. Um, it's a big piece of who he is as a player. The one big criticism he's gotten from mostly every NFL draft analyst that watches him for the first time, they all tweet out the same thing. God, this guy's tough. Or he's reckless. He takes hits that he shouldn't take. And, you know, that's probably my biggest criticism of Jaden. I think even Jaden's camp feels that way about Jaden Daniels, right? Can he get that out of his system? Can he not take those hits at the next level? He's going to need to. All right. Anthony Richardson out for the season. In his first season at LSU, took a very, I said LSU in Indianapolis, took a big hit. So the truth of the matter is, I freaking love Jaden Daniels. And that hit is something I've grown to appreciate. Right. 
um, because it's a big piece of who he was as a player. It's also a big piece of who Joe Burrow was as a player. Uh, those two quarterbacks are probably uh, the two best quarterbacks we've ever had. Well, they are. They're also the two best quarterbacks I've ever seen at LSU at taking a hit and getting right the F back up. Okay. And I go back to what I've always said about Jaden. Since he's been at LSU, the biggest compliment that I started getting from people close to Jaden is the intangibles. It's the toughness. It's the blue collar get up mentality. And that's who he was at LSU. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's crazy. Absolutely crazy. You're right, man. Just a dog. All right. Let's go to Jared. Just watched LSU versus Texas six and six. Yeah, I mean, you know, that that's that's a concern I had at the end of last season is our team became so much of Jaden Malik and, and BTJ just being transcendently good at football. Okay. And, you know, it, it, it's hard to move on from guys that are that good. But there is good news, okay? We were able to get that bowl game with Garrett Nussmeyer. And as great as Joe, Justin, and Jamar were and Clyde, in 2020, in a COVID year, after losing Joe Brady and um, some other key pieces, our offense wasn't the issue the next year. Okay, so that is a good thing, but it's not a good thing when you lose three players of that caliber. Right? But but I think we all know. Um, I think we all know he's, he's going to be great, uh, Garrett Nussbaum. Does quarterback coach at ASU comment on his Heisman publicly? Yeah, I think so. Um, there you go. Let's take a few more. If you haven't uh, dropped a question, let me know. Brian B's coming to the show this weekend. I'm looking forward to meeting you uh, this weekend, Brian B. I don't think this is actually a photo of, of, of you, though. It might be, though. Let me know. We'll see you there. Tony the Tiger, hope you have a great Valentine's dinner tonight with your daughter. Oh, man, he snuck in. He snuck in, ladies and gentlemen. I know he's doing something big for his lovely wife. I got to meet his wife. Oh, you know what him and his wife do? They go bowling together. How about that? The Master! Blaster. What's up? Tony. All the Tonys are showing up. We just need Tony Roya in here. We got a lot of Tonys in here. We do. I ironically, we got a lot of Tonys in here, and we have a lot of people that work at Italian restaurants in here. I mean, next thing you know, we'll have a, a guy named Sebastian Maniscalco in here. We'll have someone named Francesco Totti in here. We'll have someone named Luca Brazzi in here. 
All right, Brian, I'm looking forward to seeing you this weekend, man. Chance, I'm not gonna. I, I every every time I see Tony, every time I see the Master Blaster, I remind him of his highest and lowest moment as a human. Okay, the Master Blaster is an elite bowler, but he bowled. And Tony, let me know if it's okay if I share this story. It's 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 a traumatizing story. And he and I, when when we discussed and talked this. We talked about it for 20 minutes. Talked about it for 20 minutes. Okay. And I don't want to, I don't want to send him back to that dark place. I'm serious. Mental health is wealth. Okay. And I know a lot of you are dying to know uh what 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 what, what happened? What happened to the master blaster? Can't say that publicly. Can't do that. Oh, you needed my link for the NFL channel? Let's do it. I have a grand total of 11 subscribers. Power Hour NFL is where you can find it. There you go. It's not done as well as I hoped. It's hard to start a new NFL channel, though. The market is really saturated. Um, but I've done a ton of videos. PowerHourNFL.com? No, no. YouTube.com slash NFL. So there you go. I think we have more people in here than views I've had on these five videos. And that's okay. Starting this from uh, the ground up. Yeah, Pegasus, please go subscribe, man. What's up, Mick? I'm sorry to hear that, man. That's it's, it's yeah, I know I do know the feeling that you guys went through my dog's death uh on here today um i feel really sad i'm probably gonna cry my eyes out uh, after this uh mick I, i'm really sorry about that man um but there you are there's happy mick there you go but yeah i'm really sorry about that man you okay boss yeah i'm okay okay Really sorry. Uh, dang. Now, no, mine's was a few years ago, Lance. So no worries, man. Okay. Now, here's what we're gonna do. I'm going to continue the conversation in uh, the Discord. I do have a Valentine's dinner to go help my wife cook uh, right now. And guess what? The party will continue to move. 
Big thanks to our top super chatter tonight. That was LA Mom. She's going to get a Jaden Daniels photo in the mail. I'm also going to send her a legendary autograph as well. Okay. Um, and we'll talk to you soon. It is power hour LSU. Boom. And tonight. Oh, we're doing steaks, Valentine's. Let's go. Let's go.